0: First Samuel chapter 5, and this one's hilarious. If I could give this one a title, it would be, Sometimes You Gotta Do It Yourself, <laughs> and that's exactly what God is going to do here. He's going to say, hey, look, my nation, it, they they going through some things right now, I'm just going to take care of this and myself, and it's going to be so much fun. I just, It's so funny. We're going to get into it in just a moment. If you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star review on the podcast. And then also, where we are gathering together is the Facebook group, Bible Breakdown Discussion. I love what they're doing over there. The more we dig, the more we find. And it is such an honor to be building this community together. I just am hearing more and more people talking about that they are reading along with us. They're discovering God's word. And man, I love it. I love just geeking out about God's word. We read God's word so we can know him more every day. And that's what we're doing right now. So if you have your Bibles, you want gonna open them up with me to 1 Samuel chapter five. This was great. I mean, I don't know if, you, if you're if you like me, but I, I think it's so funny when uh, people just say, you know, if you want it done right, you gotta do it yourself. Because it's such the case in my life. I have found that, It is just so much harder to teach something than to just do something, even though that's not healthy. You need people. You need partners in life. There just comes that time you go, you know what, just just let me do it. Just let me do it. I do that with my kids all the time. I am trying to teach them how to do a new chore or something like that. It's like, just just give me that. (laughs) Well, that is not wise, but sometimes you just got to. And that's exactly what God is doing in this chapter. And we're going to just enjoy how you know, the nation of Israel, they're, they're, they're on that struggle bus. The Ark of the Covenant was captured by the Philistines, and somebody needs to go rescue you know, this Ark of the Covenant. Well, God says, tag me in. <laughs> I got this. And that's what he's going to do. And I think that's important for us to remember because the overall theme of 1 Samuel is God's providence despite our silliness. In other words, God is moving. God is doing what he's going to do despite difficult situations. So even when all of this is going on, God is still doing exactly what he wants to do. And that encourages me already because sometimes my life looks like one big old silliness, but God's still moving despite all of that. And so let's see what happens in this. And we're going to see what God would say to us in this chapter. First Samuel chapter 5 verse 1. After the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they took it from the battleground at Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. They carried the Ark of God into the temple of Dagon and placed it beside an idol of Dagon. But when the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground in front of the Ark of the Lord. <laughs> so, they, so look at this. They took Dagon and put him back in his place again. The next morning, the same thing happened. Dagon had fallen face down before the Ark of the Lord again. This time, his head and his hands had broke off and were lying in the doorway. Only the trunk of his body was left intact. That is why to this day, neither the priest of Dagon, nor anyone who enters the temple of Dagon in Ashdod will step on its threshold. Can you imagine? My poor God. Hey, listen, can y'all pray for me? Yes. My poor God got beaten up by a bigger God. How does that even work? (laughs) They are still worshiping this God, even though another God came into his house and beat him down. But hey, you do you. Verse 6, Then the Lord's heavy hand struck the people of Ashdod in the nearby villages with a plague of tumors. And when the Israelites realized what was happening, they cried out to the Lord. We can't keep the ark of God, or excuse me, when the people realized what was happening, not the Israelites, but when the people realized what was happening, they cried out. We can't keep the ark of God in Israel any, of Israel any longer. It, he is against us. We will all be destroyed along with Dagon, our God. So they called together the rulers of the Philistine towns and said, Why should, what should we do with the ark of the God of Israel? The rulers discussed it and replied, move it to the town of Gath. So they moved the Ark of God of Israel to Gath. But when the Ark of God arrived at Gath, the Lord's heavy hand fell on its men, young and old. And he struck them with plagues of tumors, and there was a great panic. So when they sent the Ark of God down to Ekron, they sent it down to Ekron, but when the people of Ekron saw it coming, they cried out, no, 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 no. (laughs) They are bringing the Ark of God of Israel to kill us too. And the people summoned the Philistine rulers again and begged them, please send the Ark of God of Israel back to its own country, or it will kill us all. For a deadly plague from God had begun already, and great fear was sweeping across the town. Those who didn't die were afflicted with tumors. And they and the the cry of the town rose to heaven. (laughs) Sometimes God's just going to take care of things all by himself. And I love that I love the picture of them going into their temple the next morning to worship their God, Dagon, and their God, Dagon, his idol, is face down as though worshiping God. <laughs> that is amazing to me. So what does this mean? Well, first of all, God's greater than all the other ones, right? Let's just get that out of the way. God, God's awesome. Here's the other thing. There comes time. The Bible says this. When you've done all you know to do, Stand. Think about the people of Israel. At this time, they're back in their tent, probably upset, probably worried. What are we going to do, God? We don't know what to do. We don't know where we're going to get help from. We don't know how to do this. What they don't realize is while they're worrying, while they're praying, while they're hoping for a miracle, God's doing a miracle, an amazing miracle that they know nothing about. Do you know in my life, I I can't even count for you how many times I had no idea what to do. I had no idea where to go. I was out of ideas. I'm just saying, God, if you can do anything, I sure could use the help. And then out of nowhere, God does something. And you realize that that miracle didn't start right then. It actually started weeks ago in preparation. That even before I needed it, God started doing something amazing. Can I tell you in your life right now, Maybe you're in a season where things are difficult. Things are not looking good. You don't know what to do. Can I promise you something? God's word says, all things work together to the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That even if you don't know what to do, that doesn't mean that God has given up on you. And that he's probably doing something amazing right now. You just can't see it. Israelites couldn't see all of this. But God was working and God was doing. And I know that God's working in your life too. Despite our silliness, God's always working behind the scenes to do something amazing. And I bet he's doing that for you right now. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you that you're with us and that you're for us. Lord, I pray today that you will open our eyes, open our hearts to learn to trust you more, to realize that you are with us more than we can imagine, and to realize that because you are with us, because you are for us, you'll continue to move in our lives. We're thankful for you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't forget, God's word says in First Samuel chapter 12, be sure to fear the Lord and to faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. God moves, God's providence, despite our silliness. Even when the worst things happen, It does nothing to stop God from doing what he can do. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. First Samuel chapter six.